0: Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio.
1: Yeah, welcome back to Racing HQ on this Saturday morning and time now for Behind the Gates. The serious part of the morning is out of the way and time now to have a little bit of fun. And if you'd like to join us on Behind the Gates, text through now 0419 767 272. If you're keen to have a bet on one at Rose Hill Gardens and you wanted a second or third opinion from our experts, text us through. We'd love to hear from you. We'll read them out on air. Let's head out to Rose Hill Gardens and say a very good morning to Darren Flindell and I understand Darren's a little bit crook as well. I hope you're not as bad as Wayne Harris, who we just had on the radio. Do you think you'll get through the races okay, Darren?
0: Yeah, I think I'll be fine. I, it all started at Warwick Farm on Wednesday and things have <laughs> deteriorated a little bit, but yeah, I'll be fine out here. Um, Weather-wise, it's a beautiful day yet again. It's sort of rinse and repeat, isn't it, for every Saturday meeting we've had at Rose Hill pretty much all year. um, Firm going, Uh, the penetrometer would suggest it's going to be a quick track yet again. So um, like most of the meetings here at Rose Hill uh, this year, my formula uh, for doing the form is pretty much... uh, it, it, where possible um, speed maps really those on the speed or those that will be on the fence in the run
1: mm. what about you Davo as I say good morning to Brad Davidson are you playing it similar to, to Darren there you're very map related when doing your form yeah
2: morning guys uh, good meeting today looking forward to this one some good horses coming back it feels like a turn doesn't it from the winter to the, the spring and I know we're still in winter but it definitely feels like the turn in the quality of horses um, yeah I suppose it's going to be uh, fantastic firm track isn't it and look getting up there's definitely no disadvantage at Rose Hill. I do though feel rail true, rail three is normally very fair at Rose Hill and then once you get five, six, seven metres that's when I'm really looking for on pace and fence in run in particular so I'm going to stamp it pretty fair today um, you don't want to be in the, in the second half but I don't think coming from midfield or just in front of that's going to be any real issue.
1: Alright good assessment there from Davo. Hurls back on the line with us as well. Hello again Hurls. Uh, good morning, mate. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Darren. Tell you what, it
3: is an absolute pillar of today in Sydney. It's, um, just, yeah, it's been a great winter, really. Um, I absolutely hate winter as a rule, but uh, I'll give it a pass mark. In fact, better than a pass mark <laughs> this, uh, this year. So, yeah, Gee, I stepped into a few today, uh, mainly in the first, looking at red figures now for Caballus, and just looking at the money, I doubt it's going to much longer. Uh, it's also been good money for tags. Uh, still a $9 chance in the fourth and Alentia also very very well backed.
1: Alright, let's, uh, let's get straight into it. Uh, we're going to get on, uh, touch on race number one in a moment, as I mentioned off the top, you can text us through on the text line 0419767272. Do that now, and we'll read out your texts on uh, on air if you're keen on having a bet today at Rose Hill and wanted to get the thoughts of our experts. I'm getting a carve-up off the top here. Manton, you huh. couldn't tie Marlowe's shoes on your best day. You are boring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh will cop that. That is harsh. harsh. isn't it? I haven't been in the chair for a few weeks, and they've come out swinging the punters. We love to hear it. I've got broad shoulders. That is water off a duck. Keep them coming. Let's get to race number one. Uh, Cabalus. There's a text coming through from one of the listeners. Good morning, guys. In the first, Cabalus, do you think it will blow out before it jumps? Also, your thoughts on Smashing Eagle. Cheers, Steve from Kernel. Let's focus on Cabalus first then, Darren. Nice and short, $1.95 at the moment. Um, Hurls, you've mentioned that there's been good backing for it, so we'll just go straight to Darren and get his thoughts on race one.
0: All right. so Hurls, uh, is this $1.95, is that a real price? Is that where we expect oh. it to be now?
3: Well, as I say, mate, if the money just continues, it's just going to be hard for the boys to lay. So it's 2.10 into a $1.95. They look to be having a field day today, Jay mac and uh, Chris Waller, but... Mm. Uh, yeah, as I said, mate, um, you know, two ten. We actually bottomed out at a dollar eighty, but if they just keep buttering up, um, unless it goes to pieces in the yard, I just can't see it. Um, you might get black figures late, but there won't be uh, there won't be much GST on the two dollars. I wouldn't think.
0: Yeah, I think he's uh, close to a good thing on this card today, Kabalas. Uh, I think he's just a very nice uh, type, and I'm sure he'll be playing a major hand in much better races during the spring. So this will be a nice stepping board today, stepping up from the 1,100 metres to the 1,300 metres, uh, which I think um, when we are first watching his work, This looked to be the minimum of his distance range, so I think Cabalas just absolutely stands out. And if you're taking uh, a trifecta, just uh, the little pumper, and how dare you, who was quite a good winner there at Canterbury, I think it'll put a little bit of value in how dare you. Um, I'm not entertaining anything else. I think Waverley might be able to nick third, maybe. It was really shoved along in his trial. Interestingly enough, he did finish a slot in front of Moravia in that trial, and Moravia was brilliant winning at Newcastle there on Thursday. But, yeah, I think Cabalus just stands out in the first uh, a nice horse to kick your multis off with.
1: Dave, are you still with us?
2: Yep, yep. uh, Look, he's hard to beat, isn't he? Um, I'm going to cop it on the text line again today, making him my multi-horse, but he's $2.50 yesterday when we're... We're locking in our multi selections, and they just kept coming for him. I'm surprised it took so long for the market to gravitate towards him because I know the little pump has been winning, but in the fed income department, the times have been average at best, and the the opposition behind him of you know the horse that ran second to him last time out, 40 to one here, uh, if, it, if it runs here. So I just think he's, he's different level here. Uh, Chris Wallace come out during the week and said he might be a guinea horse. He, back to 1100 the other day and beat Estriello. It's Estriello went around in a Rosebud. I think it's our favourite in the Rosebud. And he's beaten that horse. So look, he's just got to stay in touch early, which he, he seems to jump out of the gates well. Thirteen hundred the big tick, and I think he's the good thing of the day. Uh, I think the the danger is actually Kintyre. Uh, I think he's the one I want to save on here. You, you go back the last preparation, he beat Inhibitions twice. Well, Inhibitions come out and a lot a lot saying he should have beat Tamina there first up so that form's got to be got to be good here 15 16 bucks he's the one i want to save on he got beaten first up against the older horses but far from disgraced, and his overall rating was alongside what the little pump has been doing at his last two and little pump has got every possible out in front where today i think rockabilly rebel might have something to say in the speed battle so i think the little Pumper's only hope is if he gets a soft lead I'm not sure it'll eventuate, but I think Cabalus is too good. I think Kintai is the, the little rough one out wide. That's the danger. All
1: right. It's a
0: good day for a carve up out here, guys, at uh, Rose Hill. You wouldn't believe what's going on here at the track today. Go on. Go on. It's the knife show. A what? <laughs> knife, K N I
1: F. Good day for a knife. carve up. Nice carve Darren. Up. Yes, oh, that's very uh, good. <laughs> I,
0: I I I do remember in years gone by. You'd drive down James Roo's Drive and you'd see the big sign, the flags flapping there. The knife show. I said, "Oh, that's interesting." Now well, it's on race day. I've never seen that before.
1: So what they've actually got? Um, exhi- they've got an a- exhibition. Or-
0: Yes, that basically I think they're housing all of this in the pavilion. So um, when you arrive at the front gates of the Might and Power entrance there's a side section if you're if you're there for the knives, left. Horses go right.
3: Well,
0: yeah. are are they're
3: they displaying samurai swords
0: or what are they doing? <laughs> Kitchen I wasn't knocks, game to go in I wasn't game to go in for a look.
1: Something for everyone at Rose Hill today, by the sounds yeah. of it. Uh, had a listener text through asking about Kabalas as well, from a, a Golden Rose point of view, suggesting he might be a sleeper. They were a hundred or two hundred or one, in fact, when they first went up a month ago, but now into twenty six dollars really? for the Golden Rose Sid. So, thank you for that text on the text line. Um, just, just on that, Anthony. Yep. Come on,
2: I mean, you've got to give, got to give Hills a bit of a rev up here. Fair income. Tell the boys, Cab Hills. You got, you got a hundred horses at twenty six dollars in futures market. Come on, be more competitive, you lot.
3: Like we're not a charity.
2: Well, you can't. You can't be betting five hundred percent. Come on, you got it. You got to be a bit more aggressive in these futures markets. There's got to be horses that more horses at a hundred. All of a sudden, horse comes out and wins a maiden. And that's fifteen dollars for a, a group one.
1: How many rants
3: do you reckon you're going to have this morning? <laughs> well,
2: that's <a> first. <laughs> it's
1: been... the first. I'll take the over four and a half. Uh, I mean, that, that's been happening since since the the, the start it's of time yeah I don't think it's, it's changed to be fair
3: well oh, the door yeah
1: I don't think it's changed at I all remember the fair. old doubles remember the old doubles uh,
3: Darren? they used to have them uh, um, oh, I was basically a bookie or sort of just outside the, the bookies rings and then they'd have the doubles oh, yes. the, you know all the features etc they, they
2: used mm-hmm. to have a lot more horses a hundred to one 200 to one but these days it's just everything gets into that 26 mark straight away yeah, and it's
1: no, like, I just, don't disagree
2: they just I wish they were just their arm a bit more,
1: and someone has 10 bucks on, and their 100's into 26 so, right. yeah I don't anyway. disagree with you at all, Davo. Uh, what about race number three? We've got a text coming through from one of our listeners about race three. Uh, what do they want to know about... Let me just have a look here, Hurls, and I'll get to you in a second. Wineglass one last Bay bite. was the horse they oh. were interested in... Uh, in having a, a, a chat about. Uh, thoughts on, on that, guys? Hurls, what's the market doing Wineglass Bay?
3: Yeah, they're all over it. It's uh, ninety. I personally couldn't come in at ninety on Wineglass Bay. I thought it was over every possible last time. Mm,
1: this is from Keps as well, Darren, a Tiger supporter. He says, go the Tigers tonight as well. Good on you, Keps. Oh. Thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks, Keps. What about us having a home game in New Zealand v New Zealand?
1: Yes, yeah, I'm a Tigers man. Work? I'm not a Tigers man. <laughs> that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make much sense at all, yeah. does it?
0: Uh, with Wineglass Bay, I- I'm not a fan of this horse. but Blinkers go on today, and if ever a horse needs blinkers, I reckon this is the one. There's been a few times he's sort of run into races and just hasn't quite followed through. And last time out, I thought, uh, well, he got his chance, but Carmaguay was able to come behind him and run past him. He's he's very short odds here, uh, Wineglass Bay. I. He's not the type of horse I want to be backing at short odds. I think travelling Kate will get a very good run. But I'm going with my old mate Bazooka uh, here today. You are as loyal
1: as the family pet when Uh, I saw that tip through this morning.
0: (laughs) How many times can
1: you go back to the well?
0: I, I really don't think I tip it that many times, to be honest. Maybe
1: it's when I'm on the show.
0: Yeah, well, look, okay, Its last five runs have all been benchmark 88 or higher. This is a pretty shabby 78, (laughs) and there's only a field of eight going around, and you've got a favourite that's very suspect in Wineglass Bay. So we've got Bazooka, who's twice a winner at this distance, a big drop in grade, and getting another three kilos off down to 56.5. I just think this is a great each-way bet in this field today, and he's my pick uh, for the the behind-the-gates multi. He can put a little bit of value into it today.
1: What do you reckon about him, uh, Davo, and your thoughts on Wineglass Bay?
2: Yeah, I think Bazooka sets up okay today, doesn't he? Um, he, he doesn't win out a turn, but I'm not a big believer in that sort of stuff, as I've said many times on, on this program. It's just when they get their right sort of races and right set up, and today is his chance. He draws a gate to be a bit closer. He's down in grade. He finds his most winnable race for some time, and he's definitely an each-way hope and probably the danger to the, the favourite, who does look close. I wouldn't say it's a good thing. I'd say he's hard to beat. Um, he just... He does have a few little chinks in his armour, but third up today, his best rating third up last preparation. I know Hurl said he had every chance the other day, which is fair, but he's second up after that trip. He's always going to improve third up now. So, gets the shades on, looks his race, and, um, yeah, I think he... I think he gets the job done, but um, Bazooka's maybe the one... Um, a bit
1: wider they can definitely run top three All right, Uh, got a couple of texts coming through regarding race number two and DiMaggio keep the texts coming as well, here's one for you Davo, Davo has woken up on the wrong side of the bed hasn't he? Uh well, it's stock standard, isn't uh, it? Oh, I think it's standard. I, I, I think I've woken nice. up on the right side of the bed. I'm just always going to stand up for punters, and I'll always do that for as long as I'm ever a commentator. No, nah, good on you. Don't change either, Dave. Oh, Hey, Anthony, you're doing a great job. Don't listen to the other bloke. Cheers, Rick, at Belmont. Thanks for listening, Rick. Uh, OK, DiMaggio, race number two. Good morning, Ross from Port. Oh, it'd be nice to be in Port Macquarie this time of day. DiMaggio in race two has the outside barrier, but the right jockey. Good each way chance. What do you think? And there's another text coming through regarding DiMaggio from Russell as well, from Penrith. Thanks for listening, Russell. Uh, Hurls, firstly to you with the market. DiMaggio, race two? Yeah, it's a good betting race. It's one of them that back this morning. It's
3: eight fifty 50 into $7.00. See what they've come for in a big way, and it's Dream Deal. It's $8 into $4.80 this morning. Uh, Straight Acer retains the call, but uh, yeah, they might have some twists and turns still in that market. DiMaggio definitely, uh, yep, yeah, supported, uh, but particularly uh, Dream Deal. Is that map-related,
1: do you reckon, Darren, with Dream Deal? He'll probably lead, wouldn't he? Yeah,
0: I think he will. I've got him on top, Dream Deal, for that reason. I think the horse is going well. I loved his trial at Wyong before he... He won uh, a race there over a mile, uh, leading all of the way. But I just thought he would hold the front for sure here, at Dream Deal, and give you a good sight. And uh, I was really excited on Thursday when the 850 was there. Stepping in now might be a little bit, a uh, little bit difficult. But yeah, I do think Dream Deal will lead. him. my problem with DiMaggio is pretty much. As it was last time out, he drew the outside gate and he got back. And I just think he might be a victim of the gate again here. With other horses like Forecast are bound to go forward. Lease will be handy. Satness will be handy. So DiMaggio is going to need a bit of luck if they want to sort of roll forward and try and, and get a spot in. So I can't be comfortable that he will get in, DiMaggio, but I do think Dream Deal will be right up on the speed and give you a good sight. I know Electric is a very hard uh, mare to follow. Uh, her last run at Rose Hill, she was what I thought was in the prime spot there of a run, possibly too close, and she found nothing. Then last time at Ramwick, she was climbing all over heels. Oh, if she got out, you got the impression she would have won very comfortably. She flashed home and, and just fell short by by her nose there. But that last run at Ramwick was good. The run prior at Rose Hill was ordinary, and then three starts back, she was a good thing beat behind, so am I. So, I want to keep electric a very safe number nine. And straight ace.
2: In relation to DiMaggio, look, I think the $7 is probably skinny enough. And the reason I say that is the way I tackle these races is I look at the lead-ups and go, bunch finishes, fair times at best, format of the race is a bit iffy. Um, I want to look for something different because they're so well-exposed, all the DiMaggio's, all those horses. We've seen them. We know what they've got. And they're all pretty bunchy where you want to look for these horses that have got different form lines, that have got a bit of upside, and it just basically got a different form line and going well. And they're Dream Deal and Straight Ace, they're the two. Um, dream Deal, if you like him, just wait because if he's he eighth into, I think he got into 390 at one point, to 480, odds are you'll get a bit better. I mean, they price him make dollars all week. Obviously, a smartie's backed him this morning and they turn him off really quick and then they'll, they'll, they'll sort of release the break and, and they'll push him back out a little bit as the day goes on. So I think you'll get a little bit better there. He's my on top selection because I think he's pretty bulletproof here. He, he was terrific first up against the pattern when wide and then second up he worked hard early and still hung on to one, to win nicely. Now, Barrier One is going to get the cozy run and he's clearly come back a better horse this time in. Straight Ace, it was the way I wanted to go earlier in the week, but I always have a good chat to Mike Wood about form and Woody made a really good point to me during the week. He's had the two runs at 1500. Yes, one was the end of prep, but He's knocked up badly the last 200 in both of them. He's got to be a query here at the 1500 until we see him run it. So at the shorter odds, I'd want to be ticking that box, and he hasn't done that yet. So that's why I'm back to dream deal over straight Acer. But I really want to look at the, that, those form lines rather than the midway that have been really bunched out of late.
1: All right, let's uh, move on. Here's one for you, Davo, as well. Uh, spotted Brad Davidson at a cafe. Your minor looking fatigued. Cheers. <laughs> Leighton to manly. Come straight out of the gym, David. I haven't I
2: haven't been at a cafe for months, so I'd probably gee up
3: that one. <laughs> you might have walked out after a
1: gym session. I do a gym huh.
2: session on a Monday night, but
1: that's about it. <laughs> that's a beauty. Keep them coming. Hey guys, we've got a text come through from one of our listeners. This one's from John. Uh, race number nine, and it's a very interesting horse. Uh, race nine, horse number ten, this former import uh, Caprice De Dieu. Uh, imported horse from France, had a couple of trials, uh, about an $18 chance I can see there on tab fixed odds. Any money for it, Hurls? Race nine, Caprice de due.
3: I can tell you we took 2500 on Pericles at 240 about five minutes ago. Uh, no, nah, not really. It's uh, Well, we went up twenty-one, sixteen dollars to eighteen now. I'll tell you what, if Banana Queen Lobs this afternoon. Huh. Expect a
1: very, very cranky Hurls. How's this trial, Darren, this Caprice Day I haven't seen it at the trials.
0: I think... Uh, I, I sort of looked at it and think today's just going to be a prep run for yep. something later. It's French Forms over 2,000 metres. It was real, a real grinder sort of in the trial behind Goldman. So I'd be very surprised if it played a role in the finish in this race today. But it's certainly going to be a watch for the future.
1: OK. What did you like in that race then, Darren?
0: I've actually gone with Madame Pomery uh, at the odds. I really like the way she's been trialling leading up to this. I know previous preparation wasn't uh, great, but I can only go on what I'm, I'm looking at over the last few weeks. Loved a trial behind Lindemann at Canterbury and the one prior to that. So at the each way odds I'm going with her, uh, it was hard not to be impressed with the trial of Pericles at Canterbury that same morning in the hands of James McDonald. It was very smart work. So they're the two that I focused on uh, with Kalino out. Um, I wasn't looking much further. Uh, yeah, like Hurls, if if Banana Queen was to get up and win today, I'll be I'll be filthy. I had her in the, in the big six a couple of weeks ago and thought it was money in the bank. Indeed. But alas, cannot.
3: Brad, you going to
1: contribute anything, mate? <laughs> yeah. well,
2: I normally wait for the introduction. No need to. Just so. just
1: just steam right in, Davo. <laughs>
2: Okay, I'll, uh, I'll just normally, yeah, that's how we do it. So I'll, uh, I'll just steam in from now on. But, um, yeah, look, Capri De Gere, uh, trials like most 2,000 metre imports are out the back and off the bit, and they trial pretty plainly, to be honest. Um, you'd be surprised. I agree with Darren. I think maybe a little bit further and, and wait for a bit more acclimatization. for me. Look, he's... He's there, Pericles, and he? he's the horse to beat. But two dollars forty, I, I think, is a bit skinny in a race where you can go several different ways. I, I personally think the trials being overplayed. Um, it was a trial where they went so slow early, so it became a three hundred metre sprint home. And if you didn't do those, do that to those horses in the trial, you'd be extremely disappointed because he's up against some thirty-two hundred metre horses in Smoke and Romans and El Bodogon, like some out of form stayers and. The only other horse in the in the uh, in the trial with a bit of ping was a rapper who went to the line with him. So um, yeah, I, I think the trial's being overplayed a touch. I can see he's the horse to beat, but he's going to get back. I'd rather be with a horse like Perfect Thought. He's going to get the right run just behind them. I like the Kovalika form. He's trialed up nicely. Sarge's horses go pretty well fresh, and he's going to map a long way in front of Pericles here. So. Yeah, perfect thought on top for me. But wouldn't surprise me to see Pericles win. But wouldn't surprise me to see Banana Queen win, Madame Pomery, or even Glen of Silver because he's going to get on speed here. And you look at uh, last preparation; he, he gave uh, he gave Pericles a cold one day. So yeah, I think there's different different ways to look here.
3: What about Perfect Thought? It's been well backed as well, Dover.
2: I just talked about that, <laughs> Earl. Are not listening? That
3: was, my, that was what I talked about. But Pay no, attention, I Earl. Mean. I've had a shocker. Sorry, I'm trying to re- rejig this multi and do three things at once. I do apologise, oh, right. uh, David. On this occasion, what did you actually say? You gave it a push. He, he likes yeah. it. He's tipped it on top. Okay, it. beautiful. Yeah, well, it $12. World, 12, 12 world, yeah. yeah, $12. Uh, it was back last night as well. Uh, $7.50 into 5 this morning. Sincere apologies on this occasion.
0: Yep. I put Perfect Thought in as the third pick as well because I thought he was the other leader in the race. Glinda Silver as well. This might be a leg of the quaddie. Uh You might have to play a little bit wide because Glinda Silver might get the lead on its own or Perfect Thought might
1: get the lead on its own. All right. Um, hey, guys, we've got a couple of texts coming through. Uh, Davo's De- getting a carve-up here. This is, <laughs> this is brilliant. Um, I saw Davo hosting the... Bingo at the Bayview the other night He looked pretty good too <laughs> What's that all about Davo? 66,
2: Lickety-click. Isn't that the, are they doing the bingo?
1: What's that all about? you no, got a part time job hosting Bingo No, I think they're
2: just having a bit of fun Which is good
1: to see Another bloke wants to know Did you see any musicals this week Davo?
2: Last night, I was there again, oh, yes. Where'd you uh, go? Nine to five. Nine to five, mate. Uh, the Kelsa mate in uh, the musical at the uh, Lacock Theatre there. Ah, terrific. There so, yeah, terrific show. So no, I was just, there supporting again last night. Just
1: community-based theatre? Yeah,
2: is that the one? fantastic, mate. They do uh, they do a great job. It's almost like a professional show, and yep. uh, they don't get paid, so they, they do an awesome job.
1: Terrific. Actually, speak of musicals. I'm not went...
3: on the payroll at the Bayview, but it's the only place I've sent... Avo to for a feed that he hasn't winched about the prices. The seafood
2: there, the platter is outstanding. So it must it? go good. Mm. It goes enormous. Terrific. Speaking Terrific.
1: of musicals, I last week we're getting a bit sidetracked. Went and saw Cirque du Soleil, the uh, the the on ice version. I think it's called Crystal. Yeah, nice. Terrific, highly Vicky, recommend. It? Uh Guys, we've got a couple of texts coming through here. Hey guys, Overlord in race number four. Let's bring up that one there. Uh, This is the Tab Highway. Okay, these are never easy. I'm backing Overlord in race four. Did not get out the whole way down the straight at Randwick last start. Comes in well with the claim. What do you think? And then there was a a text from a listener coming through a little bit earlier on um, wanting to get the thoughts on the the Tab Highway. Always the the toughest races of the day. Market-wise, Hurls. this is impossible. It is. What's very interesting is that we've got... $9 Tags.
3: $9 hasn't budged, uh, but it's been the best backed runner today. And I know Duff gave it a bit of a push this morning as well. Now, notice uh, Racing New South Wales uh, last night put out that if it begins well, it'll be ridden further forward. But uh, yeah, it's been well backed. In terms of overlaw, we can't ride a beam for it. It's uh, $8, $12, now $15. So it's been a, a bit of a savage drift.
1: All right, Darren, thoughts?
0: Um, Overlord, this is a probably an interesting race for Overlord, he's only tried a highway race once, he's been with Gaynor Williams this uh, preparation, didn't do much at $14 but was over on the, the fence that day when that wasn't ideal yeah, I haven't ruled Overlord out, put him in as the fourth pick, I thought Iron Will was a good chance of just jumping, leading and winning again today, I was pretty dominant there at Randwick last time out I think Wizard of Oz didn't have a great deal of luck in that same race, so it seems to um, to map quite well. Melody again running on, then overlord. In regards to tags, I I um, did see a message come through. Was it? A, might have been a couple of days ago. About if, yeah. Here we go. Uh, yeah, yes, so it's written
3: more forward.
0: If, if it begins uh, well, yep, to be yep. written further forward. But um, Anthony, have you ever seen tags begin well?
1: Can't say I've.
0: It's just notorious, isn't it? The Slow back. out of the gates, yep. giving away huge starts, rattling home,
2: I'll back me next time.
1: Yep, can't say so I have. It's always out the back.
2: Yeah, he jumped a little bit better the other day, but I agree, he, it might be a little bit ambitious, isn't it, trying to get a bit further forward on him, but he's definitely had the, the flashing light on that horse, and I'm sure he'll, the, the same today. I, I struggle to take single figures about those types of horses, though, because they get so far back. But he'll appreciate the extra 100 metres, um, look, I'm I'm with indicative here. I'm just looking at different form. Again, he talked to Cam Crockett during the week and he said he would have loved another trial, but he was balloted out. So maybe half a run short. But at the <laughs> 20s they were early on. I, I thought he was the one. He was the one that uh, that could could run well here if he can get forward and get a good map. I loved his recent trial, and he's got some really good form lines last preparation. But uh, extremely open race. I wouldn't talk you out of Overlord. He's got some decent benchmark form and. Um, you know, he's always, know, he's always
1: promised the world and hasn't really delivered. But it's, it's definitely an open race, and he's not the worst here. Sorry, guys, I'm losing it here in the studio. Davo, De- there's a, there's a text that's come through <laughs> on the text <laughs> I saw Davo <laughs> I can't even read it out. I saw Dave walking along the street the other day. He found 20 bucks on the ground, picked it up, and whinged because he wanted two $10 notes. <laughs> Oh,
0: that's tweet of the morning. Uh, I, I, can't, one.
1: I can't finish. I can't, oh, I'm gone. Oh. Actually, while, while we're on the subject. <laughs>
2: That's quality. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll pay that. Yeah, that is a beauty. First
1: time I've ever heard that. No name on that as well. Text you and tell us who sent that one through. That's an absolute beauty. I am dying here. While we're on the subject of the Tab Highway, though, there was a a fair dinkum text that's come through from, from BMAC. He said, gentlemen, what are your thoughts on regular country jockeys maintaining the ride as opposed to putting on Sydney jockeys? Uh, in particular, Billy Owen riding the, the favourite in the tab highway, Iron mm. Will. Well, I spoke to Tash Burley about um, this horse or last time at one, actually. I was hosting Racing HQ a couple of weeks ago, and, and I asked about the continuity of having Billy on regularly, and, and this particular horse needs it. But, I mean, Billy's a pretty well-performed jockey. He knows his way around as well as anyone. So it's great reward for him. He's working very hard, and I'm all for it. I think it's great to see uh, these country-based jockeys get an opportunity. Um, and particularly with, you know, a horse that he's had success on in the past. Darren?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the spirit of highway racing. Uh, and when you talk about a horse like Iron Will, Billy's been with it for a fair portion of its
2: brief career so far. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it too. But at the same time, I'm not against um, the, you know, if Country Connections want to, you know, they come to the big smoke and all of a sudden they're talking to J-Mac as well. You totally understand if they're... If they, if they want to do that. But, yeah, it's great to see loyalty in racing as well. The other thing as well is sometimes those jockeys can go get eight rides at, at a provincial or a country meeting during the day, so they might not want to come either. Mm. You know, it depends how good a chance the, the horse is, I suppose. Very so.
3: true. Yeah, it's very usually true. a topic of discussion that comes up around the Kosciuszko, you know, whether horses um, mm. horse is and you know, uh, such and such has been on it right through... Oh, I can see both sides of the argument, but, you know, if ultimately I had the choice between J-Mac, you know, world's best jockey, and, and someone else, you know, you'd be inclined probably to go to J-Mac, wouldn't you?
1: Hey, guys, we've got a text coming through from uh, one of our listeners, uh, Watto. Thanks for texting in, uh, Watto. He's saying that um, he's in a punters club, and Seth, who's in his punters club, is uh, it's his it's his week for a bet, and he is backing Rouge in race six. Is Seth... A chance cheers Waddow. So Belarouge race six hurls. What price have we got currently? Call die I'm noticing starting to trim up a little bit. Just top topped out there at about three seventy, three eighty when we did our preview hurls, but she's trimmed yeah. up a little bit now. Yeah, really interesting.
3: yeah, we did touch on this earlier, Mano. Um, it went up really short at two fifty. And I think punters just weren't gonna have a bar of that. We opened up at 360, peaked at 380, and now in, we've bottomed out at 280, actually. It's now back to, to $3.30. As far as Belarus is concerned, yep, uh, there is some support for it. Uh, noticed at one third up two campaigns ago, 850 into 750. But yeah, call die. Yeah, they're, uh, they've said, yep, I'll take the 360, 380, what have you, and it's now into 330.
0: I was very close to putting Rouge on top here. I love the way she savaged the line in that last race at Brownwick a few weeks ago behind Anna. Again, terrific run. And then I just kept looking, where is she going to end up in the run here, uh, drawn the outside barrier in a full field of 10. And that just worried me a little bit, uh, that concern where she's going to be. I think Cole Dye's tried really well leading up to this, and uh, with Clark on, I thought They'll probably ride her handy like they did when she won a maiden at Kensington, first up in the previous preparation. Yeah, the trial behind Alligator Blood uh, got me, and she was just being strangled and, and found, uh, found the line really well. So, cool uh the on-top pick from Belarus, and I think powerful peg the way it was ridden at Warwick Farm last time. They'll probably repeat those tactics and give a good side on the lead.
2: Now, I think with Belarus, you probably just want to see a, a change of tactics um, she can be a little bit closer in the past But generally, is the case with the stable is They draw wide like that And they, they get a long way back We've seen it with Wave Rider Boy a few times And that horse jumps the jumps the gates really well But they've just been getting way too far back on that horse And uh, keeps losing as a result But that's the problem Just how far this horse gets back But has been closing off really well And if it can get in anywhere midfield Then all of a sudden it's got a, a real, real big chance of, of winning But I can't go past Cool Guy either I... Probably got a little bit smarter. Probably should have taken the 380, 3.70 this morning, but I thought, well, the market's telling us it's going to continue to drift, and now just now they've sort of probably found the ceiling to it. But one soft trial fourteen hundred does concern me. It's the same setup as last prep, but um, I am a little bit wary, particularly with the stable having the same the same tactic last uh, last week with Banana Queen over 1,300, one trial, and she was far too fresh. So. Um, that's a little concern, but I think it's the horse going places in the race. The rest are pretty well
1: exposed. All right, let's uh, talk about the Rosebud then, guys. This is our feature event at Rose Hill Gardens today. Three-year-olds uh, at listed level over 1,100 metres. And we've got a text coming through from Adrian. Fellas, what do you think of cigar flick in the Rosebud? I'm not convinced on the favourite. Current favourite is Tis Invincible. Also, I haven't heard about Davo and Hurls playing tennis recently. Just want to make sure there's no bad blood there. What's the story there, Hurls?
3: But I was going to say, Davo, you could go first. Um, you two adversity? have a hit, did you? Nah, well, we were at the end of last year, and then the cold weather came through, and I just said, nah. I might get back into it. But, I'm, look, as I said, I love giving it to Davo, but, uh, Wayne, I would have to put a lot of yards in to, uh, to get over Davo.
1: He's a very handy player. I'd have Davo favourite in a tennis match against you. No, oh, you'd take
3: $1.20 twenty yeah. it's probably over. Yeah.
1: How I'll tell you, you what,
3: he's a competitive bugger. That doesn't Oof. shock me at all. Yeah, yeah, cops are bad, call, and yeah, the whole of the minor beach knows about it. John McEnroe style? <laughs> Very much so. Very much Mc- so. McEnroe's got nothing on
2: me, mate.
1: <laughs> <out for> me. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got, the, he's got the whippy left hand, and yeah. He's, well, yeah. he was a good cricket player, Davey. So it doesn't shock me that he could play tennis a bit. No, it doesn't shock a me nudge at
2: all. A nudger in cricket, and probably the same in tennis, but uh, try my best.
1: Right, good on you. Uh, thoughts there from you, Darren. Cigar flick in particular and the rose button. What did you come up with?
0: I've uh, gone with Tiz Invincible here. Just the way she's working leading up to this, she's looked like a real classy type. Um, I know she's a late entry into the race, but she's drawn the fence there. I think she'll be uh, pretty well positioned turning for home. I, I couldn't go against the favourite here. Tiz Invincible and Cigar flick is my clear second pick. That was some uh, daring ride by Jason Collett in the field of four. They stitched him up. Uh, Cigar flick was meant to get beaten that day But Jason Collett wasn't having it (laughs) He just went so close to putting the fence down I think taking that inside run That was a very determined ride and uh, once she got the run, she picked up really well. I think she's a nice Philly cigar flick. But the way Tiz Invincible's trialling, to me, she looks very classy.
2: She mm. he would have copped it, wouldn't he, on the socials, uh, Jay Collard, if he got, uh, got, got held up the whole way up the straight in the field of four there on cigar flick. They would, have, they would have given it to him, but he did a great job to get out of that spot and get the job done. Look, I think this is a very open race, and I don't think the market's really reflecting that. Um, she's invincible's she's trialing well, but there's nothing there dominant on the ratings from last preparation that suggests she should be so short here. I think she starts probably three fifty, three sixty, three eighty even maybe. That would be my sort of thought on where she gets to. Um got a great chance and by all reports has, has developed nicely this preparation. But um I think there's probably only one or two horses that can't win this race and I've actually tipped the well was the outsider this morning, Griff. I think he's the, the value in the race. Um all Kieran Ma wanted to do when interviewed on Melbourne Radio during the week was when he's asked about Tissing Vincible, all he wanted to do was talk about Griff, um, said this horse has just come back a, a, a much improved horse. He beat that Need More Luck um, before a break and if Need More Luck was in this race, it would be a five, six dollar hope and he beat it easily and, and produced a rating that none of this field's has produced yet. So I think he's the one the market's forgotten, um, both David Eustace and Ma talking him up during the week. and not like they were talking Tiz Invincible down, but I get the feeling they think there's not a great deal between these two, and I think Griff jumps out of the ground today. I've made him the rugby of the day, and look, it's 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 a very open race, but I'm happy to sort of speck away at him at the, at the double figures. Well,
1: Duff made a very it, good point. Yeah. Sorry. There you go. Duff made a very good point with Tiz Invincible. She wasn't in the noms. She wasn't in the original mm. noms. She was a yes. late nom, which suggests... To, to and this is only Duff um, Duff's thoughts that uh, he suggested that the stable were thinking that she needed another week in terms of getting another good gallop into her that she was ready to go next week and they've decided to run her this week. So he, he thought that perhaps she might be a run short. Which um, going off your suggestions or comments there, Davo, um, she might start closer to that three fifty point. Uh, range.
2: Well, I. I think as well they probably looked at it and went, gee, this is a really winnable stakes race. Yeah. let's 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 have a go. And yeah. as you said, they're they're not it's not a not a target. But you, you look right through it, and I mean the the instructors got decent Melbourne form, uh, but you look through most of them, and you can, you can pot holes. I don't think they're the I certainly don't think they're the A grade crop here. I think they're probably BC graders. But um, look, one of them might put their hand up, and it might be a Tis Invincible, but. I think
1: you're definitely going to get a better price late.
2: All right. He did do some good chasing in the trial,
0: Griff, behind Talmina at Warwick Farm last week. They ran, I think, the best time at over mm. the 813-metre trials there, 47.59. And Griff did all the chasing, and he did really – he was biting into that margin up the straight.
3: Um, Griff is actually the best-backed runner in this race. Um, I'm really surprised. It's not a strong betting race at this stage. Uh, but Griff, dollar-wise today, is the best-backed runner. And Resilien, uh, they got on early there. It's been $15 into $8 and still attracting bets. But, yeah, uh, Griff there, what price did you get on there, favor?
2: Uh, uh, oh, I missed the thirty fours early in the week. Mm. Yeah, just,
3: OK. Just... But,
2: no, it's been well-backed.
1: All right, uh, guys, we've got a couple of uh, texts coming through. Here's one from Snackers. Uh, tell you what, Darren and Lukey, boy, you must think Luke's in the chair. It's Anthony Manton today anyway, Snackers, <laughs> but thanks all the same. Uh, I hope Hurls and Davo stay away from the knife show at Rose Hill. It could get nasty. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, good on you, Snackers. Thanks for listening. Another one for me here, and I'm not precious. I- I'll cop it as well. I'll cop it on the chin. Hey, Manto, any reality TV gigs coming up since Maths went well for you? Question mark. Cheers for listening Ryan That shan't be happening again And you've got a memory like an elephant It was seven years ago and I've tried to forget about it <laughs> uh, Let's move on to race number 10 We've got a text coming through from a listener That's pretty keen to back uh, Molly Nails He's declaring Molly Nails this listener Hey guys Molly Nails uh, oh, Maybe not declaring I've misread that Molly Nails in the last Your thoughts boys Cheers Ken from Tookley Up up your way Hurls and Davo Tookley be nice up there yeah, it a bit overrun. But uh, yeah,
3: around that area it is very nice actually, Norahead, et cetera. Any money for uh, mollies? Uh, it is twenty one into nineteen, just a tickle. We just took ten thousand at two ten on Gaza Blanca. We went up two thirty for Rit, uh, away from that now. They're looking to blast out. Uh, with Garza Blanca in the last, and I said earlier this morning, about the last six weeks, the favourite, after having a really lean run, the favourites in the last have been getting the job done.
1: Darren, thoughts?
0: I uh, I don't know what to do with the favourite Garza Blanca. When I first saw his trial at... At Ramick I thought, oh, really nice work. Uh, he really floated about the last 100 metres of that trial. He, he was quick to switch off uh, once the job was done. I remember the day before he got tipped out on New Year's Eve. He just chimed in like he was going to win for fun, and then Yoshino kicked back and beat him. So he's a very short price favourite in the last Gaza Blanca, and I'm not convinced that he's a good thing here. Uh, Smashing Eagle is obviously uh, a chance, but he seems to be building up a bit... Uh, he, because he was badly held up and looked most unlucky last time out, it might have shadowed the fact that he seems to get his head up under pressure a bit on these drier tracks. It was certainly evident at Kensington over the 1,000 metres prior to that how high he got his head up early stages of the straight. I was looking for the scenario, something rough might win the last, and I've come up with our Bellagio miss. So I think she's just been at a level that she hasn't done anything exciting this preparation, but I like Hieronymus going on. I reckon Adam will have her in a say in the top 3, top 4 position in the run and uh, at $31 I'm going to have something small on her so for the fact I'm looking for something to to beat the favourite, Molly Nails, well it's got to be said she's got a really good first up record but this is certainly the acid test for her today It's a long
2: break isn't it um, mm. the market don't, don't love uh, doesn't love those uh, long breaks and it's always <coughs> tough coming to the city first up off that long break and and winning it's like anyone it's like an NRL player playing a playing the first game you know and you', you got to play like it's a grand final and you're off a long long injury um, or whatever it is I'm not sure she had an injury but the break suggests that there's been a, been a maybe an issue there but look Maddie Dale's a terrific trainer and one thing I know is Maddie gets them ready and he gets them ready without official trials as well so uh, you can back him to, to have uh, her right and we you know she's got plenty of talent so I wouldn't say no but I would say you might get a little bit better price late because the market doesn't like those horses late in the piece. Garza Blanca, he's an interesting one, isn't he? Because you look at him and you go, ratings-wise, he's just a moral here. But um, at the same time, he's not an 1,100-metre horse for mine. I agree with Darren about the trial. Even though they ran time, I, I thought he floated late and I thought the second and third horses' trial better under holds were taking ground off him late. And they both run well since, but they have been beaten in class one and midways all the same. So, um, I, I think he's short enough. I think he might be kind of getting back third, uh, three pairs back the fence, which is an awkward spot if he doesn't jump. Sometimes he doesn't. So I think there's a few risks there, but at the same time, he, he could just come out and beat these by two lengths because he's, he's the only one that could go to a new level here. The rest are so well, uh, really well exposed, and he's the one with all the upside. So I've, I've got him on top, but. I'm a little bit – I've got
1: a few reservations there. All right. Got a couple of texts coming through on the text line here, guys. A tip from left field. This is from Brad at U minor. I want to share with some friends uh, from the Musical Society in a greyhound called Modern Swinger. In the national championships coming up, it's freakish. All right. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, the dog's name is Modern Swinger. Uh, another one regarding the musical from last night, Devo Gents. Great show. The new community Devo is a part of in Gosford is certainly growing. Record attendance at the Gosford musical last night. Cheers, Sven from Greenpoint. So, you've got a few punning fans up there on the Central Coast, Davo, because they're getting along to the musical by the sounds of it. Yeah, the crowds have
2: been, been good. They've been, uh, <laughs> yeah. they've been uh, the crowds have been good. So, they've been getting good crowds. And, uh, yeah, it's on again uh, today and tonight, if anyone's uh, around after the Matildas match. Go to Matildas tonight, by the way. How good is
1: that going to be? Yeah, no doubt. That's on at 5 o'clock tonight. Another bloke, Davo, wants to know how many steps the Fitbit registered last night at the musical.
2: Up <laughs> and down the, the stairs there a few, but, uh, no. Nah. Uh, yeah, uh, I know where they're going there, and I, I don't like it. So
1: I'm fair not enough. Get it. Fair enough. Hey, um, guys, the, the the behind the gates multi is is open now. I've just got a text coming through from uh, Dicko at the tab, so we might as well shoot with our uh, with our multi selections for behind the gates, and and then Hurls can uh, can tell us where we can find that. All right, I will go first. So what did I want? I went Chalton Lane, didn't I? Race seven, horse number nine, Chalton Lane for me. Uh, this Queenslander Freedom Rally looks pretty good. He's come up nice and short, but gee, I was a fan of this Chalton Lane. He was... Excellent winning first up when he f- first came out here after a sort of a six-month break from the UK. And then he probably just got a bit too far back last start. He was sort of three wide with cover and a bit too far back the way the race was run. But he closed off well. His recent trial was, was excellent at Warwick Farm last week behind Ruth. And he was really savaging the line. He comes up with a much better draw. I don't think he'll be too far away. Um, I can see him sort of settling right alongside Freedom Rally. And they'll make their runs together I couldn't see how this had missed top four at all. So, Shorten Lane, race seven, horse number nine for me. Darren?
0: Yeah, I'm with you there, uh, Anthony. That was going to be my pick uh, for the multi, but that was snapped up there. So, I'm going with Bazooka, which I think is going to give us a, a little bit of a price today uh, for the fact it's around the 8 $9 mark. But I can't see Bazooka missing a place in a field like this. He's been running all right in these benchmark 88s. Down to the 78 today with the claim, yes, uh, I think... I'm not worried about Bazooka. It looks safe now. What else have we got? I think Brad's got Cabalus in the first.
2: Yeah, going with Cabalus. Yeah, he looks nice and short, doesn't he? But um, yeah, he'll be he'll be me. I'll, I'll I'll resort back to my uh, back to my two-dollar pop after going for a rougher one last week. So hopefully we can get in the multi-home two in a row this week, guys.
0: Now, Hurls, have you? Um, I believe you've, you've you've made a little switch. Have you to try and bump the price up for us a bit?
1: Well, perhaps he uh, hasn't. He might have, um, have a, he might have us on mute. While Hurl's getting... No, him... I'm here. I'm here. Um, yeah, we were going to be a little bit too
3: short. I don't mind it, thing, you know, around the $3 mark or so, but we're going to be under that. So I've actually changed um, form. And I mean, to be fair, there was that uh, pretty si- significant scratching of extreme lucky. I went a lentia, uh, But I've changed the Smashing Eagle in the last. So we've got race one, number two, Cabalus. Race three, number two, Bazooka. Race seven, number nine, Salton Lange, and we come home in the last with number 13, Smashing Eagle. It is now open. We're going $3.25, maximum bet of $50. You'll find it under Sports and Today's Offers on the TAB website, or if you're using the TAB app, the best in the business. The TAB app is just getting better
1: and better all the time, and you'll find it under Racing Offers. Be quick. Hey, just before we go, guys, Davo, I just wanted to ask you a couple of things. Has a text come through from one of the listeners regarding Extremely Lucky? Was there any official reason for that horse being scratched, or Darren, for that matter? Did you hear anything during the week? Because I think we all expected it would run. Will they just hold off for the show counting next week? That's that's from Tony on the text line. Davo, did you know anything about it?
2: Yeah, I'm assuming that's the case. They probably think he's going that well that maybe they, they go for a stronger race next week. But it was surprising because even Chris Waller and he preview video on um on thursday mm. said that they'd likely run it and Alentia would scratch and that's generally the way that the stable go right they draw well they run and they draw wide and, and scratch so yeah i think everyone was doing a mad rush this morning sort of rearranging things because everyone thought DollarO won alentia coming out and then all of a sudden extremely lucky down so yeah um i think maybe see him next week
0: that was a, that was very frustrating. This business. I mean, they scratched it at six thirty this morning. Um, I think the putters should have been given a bit more respect, and this should have been dealt with yesterday. I agree. Uh, I agree. Because I mean. As, as you just said, I assumed extremely lucky is the way they'd go because of the draw uh, via Lentia, but th- that was just frustrating. Uh, anyhow, Lentia just looks a good thing now in its absence, but uh, when it does get to the track extremely lucky, I'm very keen to watch it. I think uh, this is in for a very exciting preparation. Its trials have been sensational.
2: I I agree with you, Darren. I, I didn't want to bring it up because the, the listeners will say I'm whinging again, but uh, I think we've got to have a better better system, don't we, than having... Two horses with J Mac on on a on a Friday night when the acceptances the were on Wednesday and people have been betting into markets for two and a half days. Uh, I think we can we can do better than that as a racing industry. Personally, I suppose the the trainers will argue that they you know conditions can change and all this sort of things and they should have every right to to wait until Saturday morning and you know perhaps extremely lucky might wake up and knock his leg or something. So I can understand where they're coming from, but. I think at the same time, it is extremely frustrating for punters, but look, I'm actually with Tri-State in that race, so I think Alente is short enough, considering that it's not the style of the stable to push the button from wide barriers first up with a long prep ahead, especially with a uh, a mare like her. So I think they go back and cop their medicine, and as a result, uh, I don't want to be taking $2 when a horse is out the back. Uh, I definitely want to be on a horse like Tri-State, who's going to be there, riding the speed, quick backup, good rating last time out, read the peak third up, so... I'd rather be with him. I think she's too short, considering that map query.
1: How good's uh, J-Mac going? Ron Duffsey made this point this morning when we were chatting, doing our interviews. He said, how good's uh, J-Mac going? He's, he's, he's down to ride both. One gets scratched. He gets a scratching fee, and he ends up on oh, the
2: favourite. 100% not bad. <laughs> he's doing hey, pretty bad. well.
1: <laughs> hey, um, Davo, just one more before you go. Uh, Cal from Bathurst has uh, texted in. Um, he's uh, from Bathurst, but planning on coming down to Gosford for a race meeting soon. Does the musical theatre perform midweek? That's a fair income question. He wants to go see the show.
2: Uh, well, this one finishes tonight. So they okay. normally have one on every sort of five, six months. So you've, you've got another one on later this year. So you might be able to see it up. But normally they just do Friday, Saturday uh, and Sunday. So you'd probably struggle there. But make sure you get down to Gosford. It's a terrific racetrack. And uh, one of the best viewing racetracks around, I reckon. It, you can get so close to them on the fence there. I remember hearing my horse home to Reward. It was like I'd won the Melbourne Cup. I was there by myself. Um, and, uh, gee, it was one of the one of the best days of my life, to be honest. Um, and you're just so close to the horses. It's a great racetrack, and, you know, and it's nice and roomy. It's fantastic.
1: Yep, yeah, no, I couldn't disagree more. It's a great spot to broadcast from as well. You're very close to the action. Um, Darren, thanks so much for your help as well this morning. Good calling. It sounds like you'll get through the, the day pretty well, and you'll get a spell for a couple of days before you go again.
0: Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, guys. Pretty confident about this car today. It's uh, springers in the air.
1: All right. Have a good day, Darren. Good calling. Thanks, Dave. Owen Hurls. Uh, just before we let you go, any final thoughts there from a market point of view at Rose Hill? Yeah,
3: this favourite in the first, very well-backed, and then we've got Alentia in race five, and also Tags. This money is just very, very solid. it be interesting to see what Tim Ryan says when you get him on because... Uh, they haven't budged it from $9, but it's holding most amount of money in the race. Uh, very short today is JMac mac in the Jockeys Challenge. Excuse me. He's now into $1.15. Jason Collett at five fifty. Races 1 to 6 today at Moonee Valley. And also Rose Hill, if your horse runs at a second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. It also applies to Eagle Farm. And Toowoomba and Belmont today races one to six. Uh, take a same race multi. If one league fails, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. Of course, always gamble responsibly. You'll win some, you'll lose some. For free and confidential information, call one 800
1: Good on you, Hells, and thanks so much for your help this morning. I'll see you in here shortly in the studios. Pleasure,
3: mate.